Hi, this is Mojo with DT and I'm your host Ganesh Dosti. Yes, we are going to be talking about the voice of Ashwin Tyagarajan. The voice of Ashwin Tyagarajan, we have Ashwin today in our studio and we are going to have some interesting mojos today. And uh, to get started, Ashwin is a Chennai-based fashion designer who set a amazing tone for himself. He's set a trademark and he's also been a great inspiration for a lot of designers in the industry. And he's one among the top now and uh, I always like his style as a photographer when I started working with him. Uh, there was a comfort zone to work with him and one more thing, I, I see a designer grow the way he thinks, the way his thought process is and every time I've worked with him I've always had uh, a wonderful output, a beautiful output which I got and that is how uh, me and Ashwin, Ashwin Tyagarajan uh, know each other and it's been almost four five years uh, we know each other. We've not had great conversations before because uh, I don't know, we've had, we've always talk, spoke about work and that's how it was but today in my studio I'm going to be opening up with a couple of questions which I have for Ashwin which I thought I should be asking to him and know better about him. Over to Ashwin. Ashwin. Hi Ganesh. Hi Ashwin. Okay, so I'm Ashwin Tyagarajan. I'm a fashion designer. I live, I was born and raised in Chennai and uh, my store is in Adya, Shastrinagar. I've been in the fashion industry from about 2014 and it's been, uh, it's been pretty nice. Uh, I've worked with a lot of talented individuals like Ganesh himself and a lot of other um, uh, you know, very interesting people. And I'm so happy to have come to where I have come now. So uh, thank you so much Ganesh for having me on your show. It's such a pleasure. The pleasure is mine Ashwin and I'm very happy to host you. So to start with the questions I've prepared for you. So 2012, the changeover uh, from an Infosys guy to a uh, successful designer today and what was the change in 2012 when your first collection about the uh, midnight sky your inspiration about the midnight sky what was that 12 garments about uh, and how did you come up with this collection so the fashion show happened yeah like uh, i think it was in 2013 uh, uh, end of 2013 i think and uh, um so the like uh, a friend of mine who's also an ace wear fashion designer sydney slayton had approached me for uh, doing a fashion show he had known that i do clothes um uh, what to say not on a very commercial standpoint i was doing it in my free time while working in it so uh, he saw some of my clothes and he thought you know what you have the potential let's uh, try and put you in a show i did not take him seriously so uh, he called me about 15 days before the show and he told me about the show I said, no, I can't do it because there's only 15 days. I can't come up with a collection in 15 days. Okay. And you, know, you have to do it and he cut the call. Again, uh, four days before the show, he called me again to see how my progress uh, was going in terms of the collection. And I hadn't even started. I said, Sydney, uh, I didn't even start it. And then uh, he went on a ramp and she just yelled at me for two minutes straight. And he told me that I must get it done. So basically, I came up with a 12-piece collection in four days. So uh, there was not a lot of sleep, not a lot of food. Uh, it was just pure dedicated work. I'm extremely thankful to my team of tailors, which at that point was only one tailor and one embroiderer. That's all I had. Oh. And uh, we worked day and night to create those 12 pieces. It was inspired by Midnight Sky. Uh, it had, uh, um, you know, it, it involved deep dark colors like midnight blue, deep green, uh, like a deep burgundy. So which, uh, which were bedazzled with the rhinestones and pearls and all of that which 
uh, represented the uh, heavenly bodies basically so i came up with the 12 piece collection it comprised of uh, uh, satin silk which is one of my favorite fabric and um, so all the pieces were done in that fabric uh, so it was one of my first ever collections that i ever made and it's still the closest to my heart for sure okay 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 so uh, th- there is this magic you create because i i know a lot of designers who are very good with just uh, women outfits or there are people who work on men collection and they have a complete idea about that and they don't get on the other platform but uh, when when i see your work i i see a magic both looks and and then when it comes to men's outfit i see a uh, stereotype breaking there and i see a very different collection because i know i have shot two shoots of yours like uh, and i was always like how could somebody think like this this looks so nice and i loved that that moment i loved shooting with those people so how how do you create the magic between both what what is the code I think for me the st- the the what helps me is I don't think of it as men's wear and women's wear I think of it as them as concepts so when I approach them as concepts I just use the concept to to design an outfit whether it's men's or women's wear I decided at the end after after I've decided the concept so that's why I feel like my men's wear sort of like has a unique touch to it because I don't essentially think in terms of oh my god I'm going to do men's wear and these are the rules that I follow I don't follow any rules I do what I feel um, you know will look good so and at the end of the day that shows and that translates into the garment I think so I think that's why um, uh, I feel like my men's wear also stands out a lot So that's one of the reasons. I don't think of it as men's wear or women's wear. I just think of them as concepts, and that helps me uh, reel in a lot of creativity, as opposed to uh, keeping like a separate demarcation as to whether it's men's wear or women's wear. I think that is the code you have. Working on a single line, uh, not thinking about for who this garment is made, just about the concept. I think that is uh, the code. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, nice Ashwin. So uh, apart from this, uh, the creative freedom you have in your industry, uh, like uh, when it comes to fashion, I, I think in photography, whether it comes to wedding, whether it comes to uh, kid shoot or anything uh, on portraits, there is one limit. But uh, fashion has a great opening, and uh, I, I see very few people uh, playing upon those openings, right? And uh, you are one among that. So what is that? Uh, a freedom you think creative freedom we get as an artist so like you said uh, just like uh, photography where in terms of uh, in weddings and kid shoot you have a lot of limitations i have those limitations when i cater to brides and uh, grooms you know i can't play around as freely as i as i would um, you know uh, if it were if, if it was not for a particular client so uh, so when i do when i cater to a particular customer then yeah i can't uh, you know i have to rein on my uh, control i mean creativity a little bit and make sure it fits the mold of the customer but when it comes to uh, a fashion show then i let all let loose i do not think about uh, you know what the market will accept i do not think about what somebody else will say uh, i i create what is in my head i make sure what i design is true to my aesthetics and um, i do not compromise on the output whatsoever on the design whatsoever if it must have a plunging like neckline it must have a plunging neckline if it has to be transparent it has to be transparent so even my last show a lot of the pieces i think um, especially my last show which i was a monochrome uh, theme which is all black and white garments uh, 
<laughs> the I made like about 15 pieces, a collection of 15 pieces. I don't think anybody in Chennai or in no anybody in India will wear it because a lot of them were sheer, a lot of them had high, you know plunging necklines and high slits. For me, it's it's not about what the market would want. It's about what I want to create. It's my story to tell. A fashion show is where I can voice out my creative thought process, and I uh, do that a hundred and ten percent. And I make sure I do that. So, um, so as far as creativity is concerned, uh, I think I will have to rein on it a little bit. As in rein, as in like you know, control it a little bit when it comes to customers, as as opposed to for fashion shoots or shows where I just let it go and let it all hang out basically, like have fun with it basically. I know, I know about the creative freedom, Ashwin, because uh, every time I've worked with you, I've got that freedom all the time. Because any artist it is, it could be a makeup artist, it could be a, a designer, it could be a photographer, but uh, the creative space is what uh, I think which makes. a better image or a better output uh, a visual treat right and uh, this is something i have got from you and i was very happy working with you every time i work with you i think that is the one reason i think we are coming up with some very interesting images out and uh, that's one thing to share about the creative freedom you gave me but uh, apart from this uh, even uh, on the shoots most of the time when i ask you uh if you have an idea you want to do something or if you like it or not you you always give it to me and for me when the moment somebody passes it to me i feel more responsible because it is very easy to convince others right it's it's quite easy to convince others being in the industry and being uh, mastering whatever we know but uh, it's very difficult to convince ourselves it's uh, i i feel very difficult because i know every time we shoot right i look in different locations i'm not convinced with the location i go to another one because uh, i don't feel convinced and i think that the creative freedom bro i'm very thankful for exactly. that so for me uh, for me like when when clients come to me right when they tell me you know what i trust you do do what you what you what you're good at so it makes me feel that i go all out and put that extra effort and i try and do my best so i when i expect that from client uh, clients i can only ex- i mean especially when it's another creative person like you for instance i trust your uh, judgment i trust your skill i trust your talent so when 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 there is so much trust and faith i don't have to second guess my th- uh, you know my thoughts and all of that so when i give you the control i i honestly believe that you will do your best and there is no way that the output will not come out nice when you do your best and i do my best i'm pretty sure the output output will be great and that's what's been happening especially with our photo shoots i think 100% so i think sometimes unplanned shoots have come out really well where we ourselves didn't think of something like that exactly especially the one with jane in that you know in the ja- jacket and that skirt oh my god the pictures they are so good it was so last minute the pictures came out really really well uh, i know uh, we should thank jane also for it because it was like she yeah. came in like 30 minutes and the shoot got over in like 20 30 minutes and that's all, that, that is how it was yeah, yeah it was so last minute but the pictures came out brilliant uh, yes thank you ashwin uh, so uh, tell me about your uh, a red carpet moment uh, i know with shami khan where uh, how your red carpet moment was and how you felt at that moment okay so um, i don't know if it was meant to be or if it was just by chance but it honestly felt surreal because um, so when uh, a friend of mine sagrika introduced her cousin avank modur who's basically a stylist in us 
so he came down to my store just to check my store out see my work and all of that so he came to my store and uh, he was taken aback he was like i did not know somebody like this exists in chennai and uh, he was hell bent on uh, so he, as a stylist what he wanted to do what his purpose he thought was to represent south asian designers in the us in hollywood and uh, so that's exactly what he wanted to do with me as well he, he wanted me wanted to take me to hollywood basically my work to hollywood and when he said that you know you were all surprised you're happy and all of that but you still think like oh my god is this one really going to happen but um so a uh, few days before the oscar i think like about uh, about 15 to 20 days before the oscars uh, he sent me uh, a message saying like you know what i have this um, client who i'm styling for oscar do you want to do the outfit i was like are you really serious are you kidding me because i couldn't believe it because every designer when when they start out they will have a hope of someday someone big wearing it to some big event yes uh, but little did i know it will be the red carpet of the oscars so um i was completely elated and uh, so I, i had only very little time to work on the outfit but uh, working on the outfit was not my problem getting it there on time was a problem so i finished the outfit on time I somehow managed uh, to uh, you know get it to the us but getting it from san francisco to la was a big uh, was was the worst uh, trouble was you know journey i had in that entire process i literally sent the outfit uh, by cab by uber from san francisco to la oh okay so yeah so but it arrived luckily it arrived in time for fitting and uh, uh, you know and the outfit was and, and, and it fit him great and uh, on the morning of the oscars uh, bank module sent me the pictures and uh you know sami khan was uh, giving interviews to um you know <clears throat> magazines and uh, you know new tabloids and news channels mm-hmm. and mentioning my name saying that i'm wearing a chair designer from indian designer ashwin tyagaraj and that moment was just surreal for me it is it i still pinch myself a little to you know make sure that was you know real so right. yeah it was one of the greatest moments in my career i was so happy to see your outfit there ashwin because uh, one as an artist uh, getting opportunities like this to showcase our work showcase our talent i think uh, you got the right opportunity and you used it in a very right way and i was very happy for it uh, so ashwin tyagarajan in the next 20 years where would we see ashwin tyagarajan in the next 20 years answer only like next 5 years because i don't uh, so uh, for me the next next step i know what the next step is my next step is expansion and i'm looking at creating a, a new store in a different location other than chennai other than tamil nadu uh, i don't know whether it's uh, hyderabad or whether it's the us i don't know yet i'm still working on that that is definitely my next step in 20 years i don't know i mean uh, a lot could happen and i'm someone who lives life by the day um but uh, this is my next step and i know i'm definitely headed there so um, that's as far as i know ganesh <laughs> 20 years i'm not too sure <laughs> okay so uh, yeah, yeah i am also person who plans that to for at least a year because i think uh, setting up missions will work then uh, the vision because there should be some step where we know okay next 5 years we have done this and then there's a focus we go to, go to the next step and uh, i think it's a it's a beautiful idea like it's worked like that well for me because even i didn't plan to start a store like say 5 years ago i did not plan to start a store at all for me i just kept from going from one step to the next step without really deciding what the destination what what 10 steps ahead is going to be so i just made sure i made the transition from one step to the next step smooth and easy and organic and uh, it's worked out well for me and i trust in that concept 
So Ashwin, I'm just very eager to know uh, what inspires you, what are the type of inspirations you uh, have and uh, is it just one inspiration or you have multiple inspirations in uh, different domains and, and how is your inspirations like? Uh, there is no one inspiration for sure. I could get inspired from anything. Literally a wall could inspire me. So uh, there is definitely no one inspiration. And it's also a lot of genres, not just Indian, not just Western wear, not just, you know, I, I want to do underwear, I want to do lingerie, I want to do sort wear. So all of that, I definitely my inspiration is like has is, is has multi-phase. Uh, it's not uh, it's not one thing or one genre for sure. It has many wings to it. I would say. Beautiful. So more more wings to fly. Yes. So uh, yeah. And uh, okay, on a personal question. So yes. your sister and you. I don't know. Uh, I've never I've met Anu before and. Uh, uh, but we've never had a great conversation but your stories and uh, the videos both of you put in and all that i see a lot of love uh, uh, i i know a lot of brother sister and i am a person who's who's born alone <laughs> so okay it's like that and uh, i sometimes feel jealous about it because uh, the way you guys play and the way you prank each other and uh, it's, it's a lot of love and, and that is something i wanted you to share about so yeah, like we've we've grown up together and uh, we've we've grown up extremely close and uh, uh, there is nothing about her that I don't know. There's nothing about me that she doesn't know. She knows the darkest, deepest secrets of mine, and I know hers. And um, we have mutual respect for each other. Uh, of course, we fight a lot as well. Not a lot, but we do fight. We do argue a lot. And um, but eventually, it all boils down to the fact that we love each other immensely. In fact, I ha have her name tattooed on. Me. That's my first tattoo, and and and, and I, it had to be her name. Uh, we're partners in crime. We laugh a lot together. We we travel together. We do everything together. We're like best friends. You know, we just click, and um, she gets me without having to use words, and I get her without having to use words. So uh, that's that's an that's a beautiful chemistry that we have that is very difficult to find between siblings. I think. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I always see that love flowing among both of you, and. and it's always beautiful and uh, 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 Ashwin, uh, apart from this, uh, who is the real Ashwin, like the Ashwin you see in the mirror? I'm just a guy who wants, a, wants to have a good time, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I want to be happy and I do everything in my power to, to be happy on an everyday basis. Um, I am willing to work on myself, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to live a happy, peaceful life. And um, I want to travel, I want to laugh a lot, I want to have a lot of mad fun. Um, yeah, that's basically me. Uh, one of your mad moments you share. Oh my god, there's literally so many. Uh, I'm a big, big, big time prankster. I play pranks on all my friends, my sister, my family. I'm a huge prankster. I think that's one of the maddest aspects of me that if you are a friend of mine, you will eventually have to put up with that. And uh, and uh, and if I'm really close with you and comfortable with you, I'll, lo I'll roast the life out of you. Uh, my, fr my close friends know that. It's constantly, the way I bond with them is by roasting them. And I'm more than happy if they roast me back. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's something that I really have fun with. Other than mad things that I have done, uh, other than this mad thing that I have done, what can I say? Um, I gave a lap dance to a complete stranger, strange woman in a bar. That's the, the maddest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. 
i wouldn't do that ashwin for sure i wouldn't have the guts to do it at all but on a, another note ashwin uh, there's this video i saw where anu was uh, interviewing you and uh, uh, you had a little talk about uh, being gay and uh, i love the way you had a statement there of uh, telling it out and that coming out moment because i think uh, this is something where people should learn where uh, how to come out of this and uh, on the family side also i see a very uh, supportive family which is uh, completely supporting you by your side and uh, that I felt very proud when you said that uh, very openly that yes i'm okay and it's it's a normal thing and the way you project not just with this with your outfits like before we spoke i see a very nice and uh, clear statement of life i think from you and that is one reason i wanted you in the podcast because lifestyle wise i would follow an artist not just an artist but also personally if somebody is like that and in for the fake world right it's just who we are yeah so i have um, uh, so it's it's been quite a journey just as uh, even more satisfying than passion i think my personal journey has been through uh, this so coming out as gay uh, to my family and to the entire society as such has been uh, it, it was a struggle uh, i wouldn't deny but uh, once it was all well received and once everything after the hard part it is completely satisfying and uh, because i have a family who's my literally my backbone they accept me for uh, who i am now they are completely supportive and um, they encourage me and my choices and they treat my partner um, with respect and with love and with admiration uh, all of my partners have been treated and accepted really well by my parents and my family um, so it is really really um, what to say gratifying and um, you know it's a very satisfying experience for me uh, to you know to to experience all of this um yeah so i would say that and my family has been tremendously supportive i did not expect this from my mom or my dad uh, when i came out to them uh, i was not really sure how what direction it will go in and initially it went in a direction which was not so pleasant because you know my parents were from a, a very modest background a very conservative background to to the point that they did not even know of the existence of uh, a community an entire community of lesbian gay transgender the entire community they had no idea so they knew it through me and uh, they got to learn a lot and they evolved as much as i have evolved my parents have evolved and uh, in accepting the truth and uh, you know uh, getting used to it so yeah i'm extremely blessed with an understanding and supportive family i think we we should give a hats off to them because uh, even in the interview when i saw uh, i wouldn't think of uh, my mother or father even understanding it's in that situation because people way back they don't even know what is it and uh, what existed and what never existed okay and uh, this this stage when i saw that no i think it's you your sister i think for you everything is your family somewhere it, it connects to your family which is actually making a safe place because today uh, people out there who are not able to come out from their uh, blogs are facing this problem and i think it's a beautiful family which is bringing up a blessed child right so ashwin it all it all boils down to one thing ganesh it all boils down to love and happiness so my parents even even to this day i don't think my dad completely understands uh you know who gay people are or uh, so where they come from he doesn't completely understand but for him for the way he understands it is that okay 
this is what makes my son happy so i'm just going to let him be that's all there is he may he thinks he may think it's a defect he may think it's not okay but at the end of the day he knows that this is what makes me happy and he's 100% 100% on my side saying you know what do what makes you happy and that's what matters the most if parents understand that if they understand that at the end of the day your kid should be live a, live a happy life and that is more important than what the society is going to say about him or what um, you know uh, what the future is going to be like at the end of the day as long as your son or daughter is happy that's all that matters and if every parent realizes and understands that there won't be any trouble and uh, i think my parents understood that way early uh, way early and i had the least trouble the least difficulty possible but um, yeah so that's one main thing to take away from this is that what at the end of it all love is what that matters love and happiness true ashwin i think if love wasn't there and i i don't think the world would be in the shape it is right now uh it's true that love and happiness is one thing uh which is all that we needed right exactly uh so ashwin uh, uh, apart from this uh, your next collection we are talking about the next cotton line collection you were uh, yes. supposed to launch so how is your cotton yes, cotton shooting it <laughs> huh when are we shooting it <laughs> we have to shoot it so yeah i know we i think once 31st is over uh, we will be quite free to roam around and start shooting and uh, yeah. we will for sure do something like that for sure ashwin yes. like uh, it it is a beautiful story ashwin it is a beautiful story because uh, the moment i saw uh, i i know you for 5 years and i've never seen this video i think it's a fault i just saw it now a lot of people have to know who you are and uh, the voice you have right i i think you're very clear with your voice and your statement because even when i asked you about the 20 years you were very clear that i'm just working for 5 years and i think that clear statement of you is what is making you and uh, with your beautiful family support i think so uh, ashwin uh, one superpower okay that is you can ask me one question to ask you one question yes okay good all right okay Okay so this um so you worked and you've been in Chennai a lot and you've worked with a lot of designers a lot of models and a lot of uh, you know makeup artists and what not yes. what do you think lacks here in Chennai fashion fashion scene and if you were if you could do something to make it better uh, what would it what would make it better according to you okay i never thought that would be a question like this uh, good that you asked a very difficult question but yes uh, i worked with a lot of people Uh, so uh, i uh, initially i wanted to change so when i started fashion photography i i didn't just wanted to do more of lifestyle shoots because now i mm-hmm. i see a lot of lifestyle shoots which is named as fashion photography and uh, okay. that's how it all goes and when i started i wanted to do something different so when i studied fashion fashion was uh, way beyond i was seeing brands like gucci i was seeing brands like dior and that's how i grew up and i always wanted to set into a standard to work with So now though uh, most of their hobbies people's hobbies have changed into uh, everybody want to, wanted to be an artist i'm very happy about it but uh, if it's a random switch if it's just a switch because covid came in 3 months of covid so i want to become a designer or if it's going to be i have a camera so i'm going to just do photography that that is how that that is not the way it runs right so i think this change in the industry 
as a problem because I, I see sometimes I have designers coming to me without a vision. Okay, I, I don't know when, when they don't have a vision, I, I will not be able to visualize their brand because the moment I work with the brand, I, I make sure I visualize for them. And if they don't have a vision, I, I don't think there's a point in working with anybody of that sort. And that is one big uh, problem we are facing uh, where uh, there is random people, random starters here and there. But on an, another scale, uh, if you look at a solution for this, I would say uh, agencies coming up to Chennai because uh, from models to photographers to uh, makeup artists, I want everybody to be categorized and uh, the work will also keep flowing for us because I think even in Chennai now, uh, brands uh, wanted models from Bangalore or Mumbai because they feel the whole uh, thing is channeled and they have an agency to talk to and Chennai has not got something like that. So I think futuristically um, agencies coming up and monitoring uh, this industry in Chennai will help Chennai grow in this industry. And if I had a chance, I would do that. <laughs> that is Absolutely. So, uh, I think that's, that's very well said. I, I completely agree with you on that. Like anybody can become a choreographer, anybody can become a stylist. It's it, Of course, anybody can, but there is a proper medium, there's a pop, there has to be a proper channeling. And I feel like the intentions have to be right, you know, in order to, um, you know, come out the way one must or one, ha one wants to come out. I think there has to be a proper channelizing, you know, you, know, it ha you have to channelize. And I completely agree with you. Whatever you said was absolutely on point. I feel missing is like uh, whoever it is, uh, whatever domain they choose, it can be photography, it can be a designer, a stylist, a makeup artist or whoever, if they are going to start it because they love it or if they start it because they have fallen in love with it. Because I, uh, being a marketing guy, I fell in, I fell into photography but this is where I am, I've been more focused and if I'm able to do justice to whatever I started, I think uh, starting anything is never wrong. But at the same time, if you're going to start something like this just for money, I know a lot of people jumped into wedding photography just because weddings are paying better. I wouldn't do that at all because photography is just not about money or any type of art is just not about money. It is about you feeling content about what you do and to be that, I think uh, a little channelizing is needed. And thank you Ashwin for being there in Mojo with GT and uh, uh, I'm very happy and uh, it's a great pleasure to host you today and whatever insights and whatever you shared, I think it, it is going to make sense to a lot of people who are going to listen and this conversation, as I said, uh, I, I don't think we have, we've had conversation like this before, but I think this conversation uh, would mean more uh, than anything. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ganesh, for having me. I think it's the first time we've actually like had a full-blown conversation besides work. So, yeah. which I thoroughly enjoyed. Maybe we should do this more often, like off mic or off camera also. For sure, Ashwin. Let's catch up for more Mojo's real time. And uh, yes, uh, thank you for being so nice. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being here, Ashwin. That was Ashwin Tyagarajan for you in Mojo with GT and we are going to be having more Mojos. If you want to know what Mojo is, Mojo is about magic and let's have some magical experience. I wish today's magical experience was amazing and a real life story from Ashwin. And uh, thank you Ashwin for sharing us uh, your story and this is going to be more meaningful to a lot of people here who's listening. And this is Mojo with GT. Please share, subscribe and do follow and motivate me. And signing off, Ganesh Tosti here.